This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Tuesday, June 16th. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. A familiar set of crosswinds on the macroeconomic landscape has netted to a sell-off in treasuries overnight, with 30 years the decided underperformer as yields gain roughly 5 basis points. 10 years are at 75 basis points as risk assets have benefited from the Fed's foray into single-name corporate bonds in the secondary market, and the Trump administration is floating the idea of a trillion-dollar infrastructure program. On the flip side, tensions between North and South Korea have offset some of the upside for global equities and refocused investors on the ongoing geopolitical uncertainties that had, for a brief moment at least, been overshadowed by the pandemic. The notion that the Fed would push forward with an aggressive stimulus agenda given the proximity to November's election is certainly consistent with Trump's bid for another term in the Oval Office, and it corresponds with an existing infrastructure funding law that is set to expire at the end of September. If nothing else, This initiative has now been taken up by both sides of the aisle, albeit with different details. That said, regardless of which party champions the stimulus, investment in roads and bridges would be a net positive for the U.S. outlook. Congress will be in focus today, not for what they're saying, but for what they're being told, as Chair Powell offers his semi-annual testimony on the state of the domestic economy and the policy outlook. The prepared text will undoubtedly be on message and echo last week's FOMC decision. The expanded corporate bond buying program, Main Street efforts, PPP, and QE largesse will be held up as ways in which the committee has pressed the monetary policy envelope in an attempt to counteract the depths of the pandemic fallout. It almost goes without saying that given the amount of monetary policy accommodation that's been pushed into the system, Powell will emphasize the importance of more on the fiscal side. It's a familiar refrain and a well-worn trail, to be sure, although that doesn't limit its relevance. It's also a relevant session in terms of data, with the May retail sales figures prominently featured as an input for the macroeconomic outlook. The consensus is for an 8.4% monthly gain in spending during the month of May, which would only partially offset the 16.4% drop in April. However, given that the bounce represents effectively half of the prior month's decline, there is building evidence that the V-shaped can't will undoubtedly tout as confirmation that the expansion is back. Our underlying skepticism is elevated when we see forecasts which assume a swift return to normal once the depths of the recession are recovered. After all, nothing goes in a straight line. Our take remains that what may initially appear to be a V-shaped rebound will struggle as the year comes to an end, and a double dip will be the reality-facing investors who continue to ponder in amazement at the current equity market valuations. 
The Fed's lack of ability to generate demand-side inflation has been a disconnect between the traditional monetary policy framework and the actual results for years, long before the pandemic gripped the global outlook. The near-term disinflationary headwinds will occupy policymakers for much of the balance of 2020, and our expectations are that a reliance on asset price inflation will remain thematic. This dynamic has played out since global equities bottomed in mid-March, and with S&P futures breaking above 3100 overnight, it's a difficult relationship to fade in the current environment. The reliance on financial conditions as a guide for the Fed and the correlation between the VIX and the FCI leaves the Powell put as effectively a permanent market feature. An astute client asked, how far will the Fed let stocks rally before it's simply too much? Alas, another brilliant question to which the best answer we have is, hmm, that's a great question. At some point, the systemic risk from overheated equity valuations will trump the Fed's effort to reemploy the U.S. labor force. But given the broader ramifications of persistently elevated unemployment, we suspect that Powell will find it difficult to shift policy for the foreseeable future simply to prick an asset bubble when so many are still without gainful employment. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Be safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances, or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. BMO assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and information may be available to BMO and or its affiliates that is not reflected herein. 
BMO and its affiliates may have positions, long or short, and affect transactions or make markets, insecurities mentioned herein, or provide advice or loans to, or participate in the underwriting or restructuring of the obligations of, issuers and companies mentioned herein. Moreover, BMO's trading desks may have acted on the basis of the information in this podcast. For full legal disclosure, please visit bmocm.com legal. To access our full disclosures for equity research reports, please visit researchglobal0.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public dash disclosure slash.